Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Sages Retreat, the home of dad stuff, game stuff, film stuff, where we've been advised not to quit our day jobs by someone that thinks that using three laughing crying emojis is an acceptable way to end most of his comments. Don't worry, we're not quitting anytime soon. Thumbs up there if you didn't see that. Uh, that side, uh, today we are looking at the past, not too far away, just a few decades. We're looking at the 80s and the 90s, and the realization that um, it's not as good as it is today, or is it? We'll find out. I'm joined as ever by Nathan, who is probably still particularly tired and wishes his chair was a bit comfier. Hi, Nathan. Hello. It's me. Oh, wake tired. up. What are you doing? I'm uh, very tired. <laughs> Don't go falling asleep again. Uh, Playing Warzone uh, last night, you're like, I was like, come on. You're like, oh, I was very tired. But you woke up and got like four kills, so it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, Is it still hammering into you then? You still uh, still making you tired? Yeah, I'm getting used to it. Slowly getting used to it. I've stopped having naps after work, which is good. Is it you getting used to it or you're putting up with it? Um, Both. I think it's a mixture of both. I reckon this time next week, I'll be um, a pro at getting up at 4 30. Month. This time, this time next month, you'd have given up on <laughs> well, life. All you do is like, work yes, and sleep. Exactly. exactly. It's just that well, mentally you're more prepared to lose your life. Than, mm. That's okay. I'm earning some money. Mm. Wake me up at half past four. Yeah. Um, so I spoke to you yesterday, but I haven't spoke to you for a few days before. Um, mm-hmm. What have you been up to? Anything? Uh, what did I do? I have. Um... Well, I went to a wedding. Um, I don't know if we talked about this on the last one um, because it was the week before. That no, we haven't spoken about it. I'm pretty sure we haven't spoken about yeah, it. Yeah, I was the best man um, and it was COVID restricted. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it was very difficult to do anything. And as many people might know, um, me and Lee, we um, enjoy photography and we do wedding photography. So um, if anyone needs any photos, we do them. Yeah, um, come and hit us up. Not messing about. We yeah. literally had, we've been on hold for over a year now. And mm. a lot of, we had bookings, they've been changed. Some have been cancelled. And very soon we're looking at getting some more business in because we yeah. want we, we, we want to encourage this as a side, mm. um, as a side thing for ourselves to earn a bit more money. Um we're very, we're very passionate. We're very, um, we're very, we're not very mechanical when it comes to photography. We're very loving. We like to get on with it. We yeah. we enjoy it. We like we like to integrate into into the day. This sounds like a promo video now. So sponsored by Pickering Barton Photography. Uh, we like yep. to um, we like to integrate into it. We flow around. We 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 uh, you hardly even know we're there, hmm. and we'll come up with some great pictures. We, we're we're not going to ask you to stand there all stiff and uh, oh smile. It's not like that. Yeah. It's um, grateful, and I love editing. Which is yeah. um, for me, that's that's like ninety percent of the job for me is editing. Whereas yeah, yeah. Nathan likes running around taking photos. I do. Uh, so yeah, photography wise, you were um, obviously doing some on the day, and it wasn't great, yep. was it? No, it was very difficult because um, normally you've got uh, all the all the relevant photos that you would expect from a day, um, and, but this time you've got to be socially distanced, and we were only allowed like ten people here, so it's difficult to get. Group big good group photos mm. with like some close people. closer, 
Not that close. Yeah, yeah. Two, stand closer, but keep two meters apart. Make sure you've got a mask on. And look forward. Don't, like... bre- don't breathe on him yeah. on your right because he's like yes. ninety, and that'll be the end of it. <sighs> Gone. Exactly. And uh, it, it, I mean, it was, it was still a good day. Um, they having a proper do in a year's time when everything's hopefully gone back to normal. But mm. I got to drive in an Aston Martin, which was pretty good. Um, we had a mini stag night uh, night before. Uh, Social distance was... outside in your own houses. Yes. So you was uh, like a Zoom call, was it? Like, a, all yeah. right, is, can you... No, Trevor can't work his microphone. No. He's on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that were all right. What um, did you do for the stag night? Did you just sort of go and hang outside some pubs and have a few drinks? Or... No, no, nothing. Stayed in. I got a Chinese and a kebab. Um, I didn't have the kebab. Um the, the, the groom had the kebab um, and we just had beer. I got a load of beer and we watched um, some films because we can't do anything until later on in the year when um, I fully intend to take him to Amsterdam and uh, have a have a good old proper stag night over there. Hookers and blow, that's what we're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, hookers and blow every time. That's I mean, you can't get married without hookers and blow. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. But yeah, did that. Uh, I watched... Two semi-decent films. Um, okay. Promising Young Woman, uh, for anyone who has not seen it, it's on now TV. Well, I, I have three daughters and that doesn't apply to any of them. Well, you, well it, you, it's not that sort of film. So, Well, I just uh, mean like when, for when they're growing up. <laughs> so, yeah, oh yeah. yeah are they, are they promising? But, like, no, nothing for nothing. No, no. I mean, they're, they're good girls, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's it's, it's, it's been like well-received, the film i quite liked it it's got a twist ending um it's basically about um i don't want to go to i don't want to give too many details yeah easy on the spoilers but give us an idea yeah it's basically a woman that pretends to be drunk to get men to try and rape her um it's better this has gone down a dark path this is a dark path right i thought this was something totally different and you've just gone no raping like it's just like throwing it straight at me sorry Sex, sexually assault. I will say that. Um, I'm gonna have to beat that some... out. YouTube would just be like, no. Yeah, they won't like that. No. But uh, tries to get them to do that to her, and then she wakes, not wakes up, but like shows that she's not drunk, and then like sort of shames them. Um, oh. And there's a backstory as to why she does it and where it's going. Uh, but I watch it; it's, it's really, really good. Um, and on a lighter note, because there's less sexual assault. Um, love, love, and monsters on Netflix. Oh, you watched watch it? Was day. this the one I said what be to watch and you watched, or did you just find it and watch it? Because I've told like about three hundred. I think people I just found it. it. Yeah, it would it would have been on your main screen probably more. Yeah, than yeah. Uh, have you watched it as well? Yes. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was a pretty decent film. Uh, not very many famous people in it. Is uh, it a rom com? Not. I wouldn't say so. It's close. So. It's close. Yeah. It's not. It's not full on like because it doesn't. It doesn't get a girl like it sort does, of kind of like yeah. But it doesn't. It's not like he's like. I think it's a rom com. I think it's. I. I. It's a sci fi. It's. It's a rom com. It's it, a it, loose rom com. It's like um. I can't think of the name of the program. There's a program also on Netflix, um, which Walking is very Netflix. similar. No, no it's. Not, um, no. It's like a sort of not anime, but like an American anime. So it looks a bit like Gravity Falls. The kids watch it, and I can't remember what it's called. It's it's gone out of my brain. But it's the exact same premise, basically. Um, and it looks like they've made the film out of it, but you call it something different and have different people in it. Um, right. But I would re- I would recommend watching it. It's it's on Netflix, so everyone's so got Netflix. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna describe the beginning of the film. Not mm. not too big a spoilery, but basically the world has had this massive accidents happened, and um, all these. It, um, it tells you this within the first ten seconds. I'm not. Like yeah, I'm much. not really ruining it. For, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not that person, and that person mm. needs a punch in the face. Um, so basically, the, the planet gets kind of devastated, and small insects kind of all get big, don't they? They all kind of grow. Mm. Um, it was only it's only cold blooded animals, isn't it? Sorry, it's cold blooded yeah, animals. Yeah, so like lizards and amphibians and stuff. So you ain't got like a dog the size of a T Rex or anything. Mm. It's not, which would be great if it was, you know, a Labrador maybe. But mm. I wouldn't want a like a Chihuahua that big because that'd be like, yeah. Them. yeah, that'd be just evil. Um, the massive insects that eat a lot of the population. Some of the population, excuse me, some of the population hide, and some of the population gets split up. And this is a story about. A young man who wants to find his kind of like his girlfriend love interest who is somewhere else um, across the country, and it's it's basically about him traveling there. Uh, that's not um, ruining it, ruining anything because the fun is in the in the story and the way it goes. It's very good. It's a very good film. I would recommend it to anyone. Um, for me, it's. I want to say it's a good nine. I'll give it a nine out of ten. Mm. I really enjoyed it. I watched it with my daughter. I sat down because um, Holly likes to watch films sometimes, but sometimes she doesn't. It's, it's hard. It's, Holly's a difficult one. And I'm like, Holly, sit down. We're watching this film. And she's like, oh, oh. you know, that teenage face, that like Kevin. Oh, oh, dad. Yeah. So anyway, she sat down. She watched it and really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, it's funny. These special effects are bang on. At not mm. any point did I just go, Mm, that's a dodgy bit of plastic. And can you remember the bit with the um, the crab? I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to describe it, but that crab was amazing, wasn't it? Mm. Like just it moving along and doing its little crabby thing. And yeah. also the little, the kind of the side story that was attached to the crab and what was happening to it. Yeah, I was like, I sort of. I don't want to say I saw it coming, but I was like, uh, there was a point where I was like, oh, please make this a little bit different. And they mm. did, and it worked. For it. it was it was actually quite funny. Yeah, brilliant yeah. film, uh, Love and Monsters, on Netflix. Um, have you finished? Because I'm I'm dying to talk about some films that I've seen. Uh, I've watched nothing else. Yeah, pretty much just been at work and asleep. Stole that's, that's, so, that's your end life of now. My, end of my life. Yeah. So yeah. I watched a film called Stowaway, which is also on Netflix. Um, sci-fi film, but it's only set. I don't know the exact date, but I would say it's set maybe 50 years in the future. So watching it, it's like, yeah, this is plausible. There's nothing in there that you watch and you go, well, that's really weird. It just seems very plausible, hmm. especially with the way Elon Musk is going at the moment. It's about a ship that takes off on a long mission. They have limited supplies and there's a stowaway on board. And they have to make a lot of um, decisions regarding the stowaway and survival. And they're in space and they can't turn back. Um, very good special effects. Um, not a fast beat of a film. It's it's a good film. Um, and it's a good story. It's, it's, the characters are very. All the characters are very interesting. Uh, I like. There's one thing about it. They communicate with Earth as they go in, but you never hear the voice from Earth. She'll put on like a headset, and she'll be like, "Oh my God, shit's hitting the fan. What do I do?" But then you won't hear a response. She'll just go, "Hmm, okay, right." But what about this? And it's really interesting because it's like, oh, I don't quite know what's been said there. But it, it really adds to that 
what she's up to. It's it's a different way of doing it. I think it works really well. Uh, another film I've watched, oh, that's on Netflix, by the way, is I've watched the new Mortal Kombat film. Mm. And it is very good. I love it. I don't, no, no, no. Okay, right. I'm reassessing myself as I'm saying this. I really enjoyed it. I like it a lot. I don't love it as much as the first one that came out in like 1994, 1995. Mm. Uh, people might kind of not appreciate me saying that. But for me, the, the cheesiness the, 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 of the original film was fun. And I can even watch it now and enjoy it. I think the characters, I, I attached myself to those characters a lot more. You had the, you had the, you know, Raiden, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, uh, Sonya Blade. I felt like I was interested in what those characters were up to. There they they was good characters. Hmm. In the new one, special effects were bang on nine out of ten fantastic special effects um the first 10 minutes of the film i think it's about 10 minutes um sets up part of the the rest of the film and it was very good hmm. um i don't remember the actor's name he's in a lot of things including uh he was in one of the wolverine films he was in um, the last samurai uh, a japanese actor uh oh yeah I can't was he inside I don't, I don't i'm not sure but very there, you know, I need to look up his name. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic performance, and in a way, overshadowed a lot of the other people that were in it. the The beginning of the film is his name is Hiroyuko Sanada, and he plays Hanzo Asashi, who's a Scorpion. Oh. Um, Sub Zero is played by an actor, uh, an actor called uh, Joe Taslin, who I've not heard of, but he's he's also very good. Oh. Um, so the first is set in Japan in like the 1600s and it feels very, I just feel so good. And I, I, I was enjoying this and then it ended and then it, the film kind of turned into something that was close to forgettable. A lot of the characters felt quite hollow. I enjoyed the combat, but the first 10 minutes was like a 10 out of 10. I'm not even messing about. Um, will you watch this film eventually? Do you feel like you'll watch this film? If it can, if it comes on to now TV or one of the subscription things that I've got, I will watch it. But I'm not. So if it makes, yeah. So if it makes an appearance somewhere, you'll watch it. You'll, yeah. I promise you that you'll love the beginning of the film. Hmm. Um, and then they introduce a new character later on called Cole. I think his name's Cole, um, who is not in any of the Mortal Kombat games, nor is he mentioned anywhere else before. I won't ruin who he is. Um, but I don't, I, I never at any particular point really cared about him. Hmm. It's like, what's going on with Sub Zero? What's um, Sonya doing? Even she wasn't that interesting. Um, she's a very forgettable actress. Uh, Kano was a brilliant part of the film, probably one of the best parts of the film, other than the beginning. Hmm. Uh, he was actually in Superstore. He played the pharmacy guy um, hmm. in a total kind of polar, although he's. You know, have you seen any of Superstore, haven't you? Uh, no, I watched it. Oh, Olivia's thought... watched it without me. No. Ah. I was supposed to watch it with Olivia, and she's watched it all without me. So the pharmacy guy is very sarcastic, a bit rude, a bit, a bit brash. And Kano is like that, but just with like 100% more aggression. Mm. Um, very, very fun to watch. Um, hilarious. Uh, he has like his power that he gets and stuff. And, and that's just, mm. it's just, yeah, he's a great part of the film. Mm. Um the film never got going for me. Never got. It never got to the point where I was like, "It's happening! 
Ooh, it's the tournament. Not this is a spoiler, not a spoiler. There's lots of fights in the film, and you'll enjoy them. But the actual Mortal Kombat tournament never sort of takes place. Hmm. You feel like it might have done, but in reality, it doesn't take place. And I think they might just be leading up to maybe another film. I believe the by hand, uh, Joe Taslim, who played uh, Sub Zero, I think they've signed up for like four more films if they do well. Hmm. So there might be a bit of a new franchise coming, which is good because the Mortal Kombat Annihilation film, which came out, was absolute trash and deserves to be forgotten forever by everyone. Um, yes. Uh, so yeah, Mortal Kombat, great film. Um, you'll love the beginning, the rest is okay. It's as simple yeah. as that. Um, but I'm glad they made it. Um, I don't think they failed. It's not like a, oh, it's trash, four out of ten. It, is, it, it feels like a, you know, a six or a seven. Um, I will, I will, I'm going to watch it again at some point. And, uh, but yeah, I, I genuinely hope that uh, they bring more out. Mortal Kombat. And there is, um, you do hear the original music just once, very slightly. Mm. Um, say what the worst, one of the worst bits for me was that at some point they mention there's a tournament that goes off every so many years and it's called Mortal Kombat. And I'm like, that was the worst bit of the film. I felt like they didn't need to tell us that it was Mortal Kombat. We yeah. know we know it's Mortal Kombat. You can just say there's a there's a tournament between mortals and you know the Nether Realm or where it's called. I just totally forget off the top of my head. But you you understand? They didn't have to um, push it push it too much. I felt like they kind of uh, kind of ruined that uh, to some hmm. respects. Yeah. But uh, yeah, great, great, great film. Glad to, and I think it's going to expose a lot of younger people to it who maybe have not watched the original Mortal Kombat. I don't appreciate it, but have played the new, played the new games. Yeah, they can be like, ah, oh, no, that's that's what my dad's on about Mortal Kombat. Great, great film. Um, so old films, new films, old TV, new TV, mm-hmm. old toys, old information, old films, old fashioned. Let's have, let's jump into the main subject of today. Um, we we kind of rattled on about what we've been up to a bit long. I thought it was going to be 10 minutes. It's uh, rolled on a bit further. But we'll shoot through this quite quickly. And I want you to start, Nathan. Yep. I'm just going to um, get myself a piece of paper <laughs> for something, which I didn't yep. you earlier. Sorry about this noise, everybody. Mm-hmm. Weird noise that's coming out there. And... Star. So we're looking at we're going to look at some old things. Well, no, some very present things in our lives that have been around from the eighties uh, up to you know through the nineties, the noughties, uh, and now. Uh, what do we call the the teens bit? The twenty the twenty teens is that what we call it? I actually don't know what we call that. Uh, it, the noughties, the twenty teens, and the twenty twenties. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. we are looking at TV. How it was then and how it is now, and um, which we're going to come to a mutual agreement on which 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 is better. I mean, the TVs have always looked the oh no, they haven't looked the same because now they're my TV is like nearly as big as my wall, mm. uh, well my fireplace wall anyway, and yours is pretty big as well. I my original TV that I had at my house when I was a young teenager was black and white and probably I haven't got a I have got a ruler. Let me just hold this ruler up and look at it. Yeah, I would say it was about 12 inches diagonally across. Hmm. Um, go for it, TV. Uh, I'm going to play Devil's Advocate. Uh, and well, let's, will... first of all, sorry, I know we didn't discuss it properly, but let's just 
I want to just think about what TV was when well, we were children, and then flip on to what it is now, and then yeah. we'll, uh, we'll 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 look. At yeah, TV. but yeah, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it from the now perspective because obviously you're uh, <coughs> a lot older. I am uh, older, but, but we our so experiences of TV when we were young would yeah. have been very similar. Yeah, because I. Um, I mean, I don't remember Channel 4 becoming a thing because uh, there used to be only three channels. I mean, there used to, only used to be one. You mean Channel 5 coming a thing because there was four? No, no, then... Channel... Yeah, I don't, I don't remember Channel 4. I do remember Channel 5 uh, becoming a thing, yeah. um, which I know there's more now uh, since the advent of Freeview. Um, but as, as, a, as a child, it were mainly four channels that we had. And Channel 4 wasn't really for children. Um it was mainly BBC One and BBC uh, and ITV, yeah, uh, which were the which was for children, for kids really, because um, you had you had a sort of divide. Um, well, I, I did. Um, it was CBBC, uh, CBBC versus um, whatever the ITV. What was the ITV one called? Just ITV, wasn't it? ITV. It was um, BBC. CITV. Uh, Why could I not remember? Yeah. Why could I not remember? That's yeah, just that's children's ITV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it wasn't I, called which, that originally, though. I think it was. It wasn't. It wasn't called. Yeah, that. I think it was something. It's like fairly way, new, but, actually. Yeah. Yeah, um, and there were two. There was like a little bit of rivalry. I skirted between both. I don't. I don't. I didn't care. I watched whichever programs I wanted to watch. Uh, when you got in from school, um, three fifteen, they'd always have something um, for the for the kids that managed to get home fast from school. It were always some rubbish like baby program till about half past three, 25 to four. Then you'd have, um, I don't know, like good programs. I can't, I'm, I'm not even going to name any because there's that many. Uh, and then that would carry on till five, I think it were. Then it would news round. Then it was, were it home and away if you were on ITV? And... Um, yeah, Neighbours was on at like six o'clock, I think, or yeah. 5.25 and Home and Away. Home and Away was on after Neighbours, I think it was, because they, yeah. they did it so that you could watch both, which was very con- convenient of them. Yeah. They but they also be... had it on in day as well, didn't they? Which were another weird thing. Yeah, it was on at like half 12 or something. Yeah. And it was on at like... Yeah, it was an odd one. Yeah, TV used to come home. Well, if you got up really early, there was some TV on in the morning. That you get home yeah. from... Oh, at dinner time, there was um like Rainbow or some stupid thing with a pigeon that I can't remember what it was called. Um, and then you would get home after school and the earlier you got home, the more childish the TV programs were. Yeah. It was like you'd have two like rubbish ones, but then you'd get like your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, your Thundercats, your He-Man, or your Blue Peter, which um, well, they used to interview people. They used to have the garden. And they used to be very topical. Uh, they used hmm. to have art stuff go on, and I think you could. That was like you, you, your, you could learn a bit of it, everything. You could learn a lot of stuff hmm. from um, TV hmm. after school, and um, then, but come half past, sort of like half past five, six o'clock, it would just stop. That would be your children's programs dawn. But then you would have. At six o'clock, some other bits and bobs would would kind of start, wouldn't they? It? But you normally they'd yeah. be like if you're a bit older, maybe. I always remember it being um, either um, Simpsons when that where BBC, that used to be BBC Two, didn't it? Until it was Channel Four. It wasn't um, later though. The Simpsons. I mean, I'm obviously yeah. I'm obviously I'm like what four years older than you are now. So, 
Um, both of the Vampire Slayer were another. Um, was it Star Trek? Yeah, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Was that wasn't that on a yeah. like? Wasn't it on a Thursday? At like quarter past six or something. That yes. Come on, some like weird time. And that uh, was yeah, that was BBC when we don't have. Sorry, yeah. we're talking over each other. We're that excited yeah. about Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, that's when we used to watch Star Trek. And if yeah. there was a two party, you'd have to definitely make sure you watched it next week. Yeah, or you could never watch it until you got it on video. Like, they messed it about and didn't out, have it yeah. on. Yeah, it would. It would. It were a nightmare if you missed something. You could not miss TV. No. And yeah, you it used to come on at quarter past six because it's actually like forty minutes or forty-five minutes, and obviously BBC didn't have adverts, so they used to do that weird thing of starting programs that should have adverts in at like quarter past the hour or finishing at quarter. Um Farscape were another one. I remember that being on um watching that. Um, yeah. But yeah, you only used to get like an hour and a half TV um a day if you were if you were lucky if you managed to get home from school and it weren't interrupted by you eating your tea, which mm. more often than not it were we we used to uh, beggar's mum to like let us eat tea at five o'clock because that's when like all it was just news round on i didn't care about news round i think uh, i had my tea about that time yeah I yeah because so you could watch your cartoons when you got in from school while your mum's yeah. cooking tea at like half past four or whatever mm. bringing in your turkey dinosaurs and your mush peas and that what did you uh, used to what, what was your favorite like cartoon to watch as a we've, i think we spoke uh, this this before but just uh, seeing as we're dipped into it now what would be your favorite yeah. sort of uh well, I've I've rewatched one of them a few years ago. I watched it with kids. Uh, they were probably nobody's going to remember it. Uh, it was called Aquila, uh, which means eagle in Latin. Uh, that rings a bell. Rings a bell. Yeah, they found it about two boys that find a spaceship. It's like a live action thing. It's oh not, wait, it's not a cartoon. This rings a bell because you mentioned it to me, but I yeah. can't remember this. Can you remember we had this conversation? You, yeah. And you were like, "What? You don't remember Aquila?" And I'm going. No, it's and then like I looked. Best I looked, program. I looked it up, and I was like, I'm "Not sure." <laughs> you, you would have loved it when you were a kid. Uh, Demon Headmaster, Queen's Nose. Can you remember Wild that House. scary program? That no, um, Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings are a different story because mm. you used to have like going live eight fifteen from Manchester. There was a live and kick in. Uh, of course, Ghost train go. <laughs> Um, Jenny yeah. Powell and that sheep with leather jacket on. Jenny Powell. I mean, yeah. if there's if there is a hot blooded male who doesn't like Jenny Powell, remove yourself from the room. Ooh. Good lord. Um, she, yeah, I've lost the words now. It's just totally gone. She's thrown me. Uh, yeah, ga- Games Master uh, was when yeah. was Games Master on? Was that after, that was, was that that was seven o'clock or something? That was a later one. Was it? Are you sure? And it went into it, it. It it wasn't included in like the kids' programming. It was later that. Was that a Channel Four thing? I can't remember. You know. Do you know what I'm having a look? Uh, seven series of that. So it was Channel Four screened on Channel Four from 1992 to 98. It was first ever UK television program dedicated to computer video games. Mm. Iconic, amazing. If you're like our, our age, that program. Well, for a start, introduced us to Dominic Diamond, who was amazing and still is. He, he actually lives in Canada and does radio now and amazing. Uh, and also Sir Patrick Moore. Uh, the hosts were Dominic Diamond, but of course, there was somebody else that hosted, if you can remember. Is it Violet? No, Violet Berlin did something else. She did. Who was the host? Who was Dexter Fletcher? He did uh, season three. But mm. 
yeah, he, he was a bit like, all right, guys, how's it, yeah. is, is it going? He's a bit, he's a bit London, he is. And he was like, oh, oh mate. <laughs> really annoying. I hated him. Yeah. Bloody went. Um, no, you're on about um, bad something. Bad. I can't remember. Oh, no, 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 no. What was the name again? Violet. Um... Oh, no, 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 no. Violet Berlin. Hmm. Okay, I can't find it. Oh, Terra, where are you? You'd know this. You would know. I'm sure Terry were in Bad Influence. Was it Bad Influence? I think it were. It was Bad Influence. Um, The demise. Prior to Games Master leaving UK TV, there'd been lots of crisis in confidence in games television over rival ITV. The children's department had commissioned another video game series. Tiggs, T-I-G-S, to accompany Bad yeah. Influence. And I think that was where Violet Berlin was. Wasn't she? Yeah. She did, she did loads of game stuff, though, in, in 90s. Yes. She, you couldn't move for Violet Berlin. I, I generally definitely had a bit of a thing for Violet Berlin. Mm. But then she's... I'm not saying she looks terrible now, but I guess she looks fine. Whatever. Mm. Sure. Go, Google her husband, and you'll remember her husband Gaz, as well. Gaz, uh, Gaz... Yeah, whatever, Gaz <laughs> from how... Gaz, wasn't Gaz Brooks, was it? No, what's his name? Gaz Summit. I used to like him, a bit irritating, yeah. but like, like, yeah. like a bit nerdy. They had all sorts of guests. They had Eric Bristow on episode four. Mm. <laughs> Are you telling me he was playing a darts game? Yeah. Frank Bruno, season two. I'm just, they had take that on. Ian Wright, Ulrika Johnson, Ulrika Johnson, <laughs> Vic Reeves, he's 17. He's 17. Does it yes. get any better than he's 17? <laughs> Uh, he does. Gabrielle was season three, episode two. Oh, they had loads of gladiators on as well. Episode three, four, and five was the gladiators one, gladiators two, and the gladiators final. So we had Shadow against Falcon, Cobra against Scorpio. Then it went down to Shadow versus uh, Scorpio. Interesting. Hugh Dennis, Sean Maguire, oh God, Grain Jill. How could we forget hmm. Grain Jill? Yeah. Chris Akabusi, who is not African American. We spoke about that before, maybe on here. I can't remember, but that was funny. <laughs> the American TV uh, host who was going, uh, so Chris, what's it like being African-American? He says, I'm not African-American. He's like, um, uh, so as, as the first African-American who, uh, I'm not African-American, uh, I've never been to Africa, uh, not American, what are you on about? And he's like confused him because a lot of Americans refer to black people as African-American, whereas they don't all identify as that. And he's British and he's like, I'm black British. Oh, mate, I'm black British. Uh, hilarious interview if you if anyone wants to look that one up absolutely brilliant yeah Wigfield was on series season five mm-hmm. we had Samantha Fox on what is going off the oh check this out can you remember Joe Guest uh, the name's familiar she was like one of these page three girls she was in series seven what <laughs> I'm googling her oh no Joe Guest uh, yeah she looks she's 49 now but yeah, Joe Guest. Oh, I remember her. She was in I like The Sun and um, all the other ones, Razzle and, and literally Men and Motors uh, channel on the TV as well. Mm. So we've got lots of fond memories about TV back then. But what's TV like now? Uh, I would say completely different. I think as a child, if I got teleported or moved into the future now, you wouldn't even be able to comprehend the difference uh, going from four channels, we don't we don't catch on five. Uh, it's not four channels really... though; it's a limited amount of time to watch TV for yeah. children. It... 
However, can I just uh, interject? Um, as I was growing up, I watched a lot of very good, and I mean very good quality documentaries. Mm. And I would watch them all the time, whether they were nature, you know, animals, or whether there was nature in general, or on anything. And they were always super good mm. quality. And I actually, I'm very good at general knowledge quizzes. Um, I'll say, okay, I'll say I'm pretty good at general knowledge. And I, I if you ask me a question, especially if it's multiple choice, I'll nearly always know the answer. And that's not through choice. That's because I watched about 3,000 documentaries as a child mm. and I've absorbed a lot of this information, which I'm never going to use for anything else other than spouting at random times during quizzes. It's just mm. a thing. It, it's just a thing. We should do a good general knowledge quiz one day. Yeah, uh, we, we should. Because we both got coverage of various topics and we might end up we might end up fairly even, maybe, but who knows? Who knows? It depends what comes up, doesn't it? Shut your mouth, Nobbit. Um I'm not even looking at your camera, but I can see you in the corner yeah. of my eye shaking your head. Um, TV now is, is like you're saying, is incomprehensible to a child from the 80s and 90s. If anything, it's organised chaos. Do you agree to some extent? I do. Uh, but... If you would have described it to me as a child, I would have loved that because I think you craved, because we only got an hour and a half mm -hmm. every day, Monday to Friday, yeah. on two channels to choose from. So if there was something you didn't like on BBC One, say you didn't like, I don't know, uh, Green Jill, and you thought, I'll go on ITV and they've got Worst Witch or uh, Wizardora or some crap on that you don't want to watch, yeah. uh, you, you buggered, you're like, oh, well, that's it. I, I, there's nothing for me on TV. But now you've got the option of put a program on. I don't like that. I'll move on to the next one. I'll move on to the next one. There is always to something one. to watch, and I think that is a benefit. Yeah. Um, but do you think that having limited TV is better than having unlimited TV? Maybe in a in a way, I think I think it's a double edged sword. We, because... you know what? I think this is going to be a kind of a neutral one. I don't think there's going to be an outright winner for this one. Yeah, because I like the idea of having every channel and every programme at my disposal. That's good, but... Especially when you're like ill. Especially when yes. you're ill. If you're ill, do you know when you had a day off school, ill, that was awful because you had to watch This Morning. Um, you had to watch DMTV, then This Morning, Antiques then Road Doctors, Show. Antiques Roadshow. I'd watch that, what, though, to be fair. What was that one called? We uh, What were it called? Bargain on no, 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 no. I'm thinking, I'm thinking further back where they went round celebrities' houses through the keyhole, through the keyhole, through the, the keyhole. We're on that American who that. like had a real urge to be British, but liked his, yeah. liked him being American. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of his name, but I just it's, it's... Um, Lloyd Grossman. Lloyd Grossman, and he did yeah. like Master Chef and stuff. I think as well. Yeah, uh, you had to watch stuff like that, and if you were a kid, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to fall back on VHSs really, or uh, you you. Nintendo, uh, you know, playing on that. Uh, but if you were too poorly, your mum won't let you play on that because um, you should have gone to school. Um, I've changed the like... colour of my lighting, by the way. So if anyone's watching the video and going, he's just changed colour, it's because it's a bit brighter than my other one. So uh, it's going yeah, dark again. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I forgot. Again. And, uh, yeah, but I, I, I think for some. For some kids, that restriction might be a good thing because um, I think I think now a lot of people depend on TV as like babysitter. Yeah, so and I think that I th might be a good idea to not do that. So I think I reckon that 
somewhere in between is there's like a bit of a happy medium with this one. Uh, but I personally think that TV was better a few years ago because it was there was less of it, but it was better quality for the most part, and it focused you to watch it because you couldn't pause it unless you were like taping it, but not, that wasn't a, a privilege for everybody. And also afterwards, you were sort of encouraged, if not forced, to do something else with yourself. Mm. Whereas nowadays, kids can sit down and watch the same TV channel all night or flip onto another one because some of them do finish early, don't they? And you mm. can watch, and it it can put you in a bit of a vegetative state. And I, I think that maybe TV was better, but only because it encouraged you to do other things, like go out and see your friend. Could you maybe agree with that? I'm not. I'm yeah. not. This is not some. This is not some kind of argumentative debate. I. I am literally just thinking. I think that because it because it limited you and encouraged you to do other things, it was better. But that's the only reason. Yeah. Um, because I think as as a parent, I think it, it's better that way. I think you had as a choice. A child, if you had a choice yeah. as a parent now to go watch some good telly, then go out with your mates, or do some drawing, or do yeah. another hobby, or go to a club. Ooh. Or we're a bit bored, you're going to have to sit and watch it. I think you would pick yeah. the, the latter, wouldn't you? Yeah, but we, we restrict what kids can watch anyway uh, and how much they can watch. And then they do uh, arts and stuff. We just like dogging, so that's what that noise is. Um, so we don't allow them to watch too much TV. Uh, but I think I think it is better in that way as well Um from when we were kids, yeah, you only got that little bit, yeah. But then I, I think the choice is better, uh, now obviously, because you can I can re watch it being on Disney Plus, they've got uh, Spider Man and X Men and um, all the old programs that we used to watch, mm. um, so we can re watch them even, and even though my kids won't because is, they think they're rubbish, but they're not. Is they're 80s, wrong. 90s a grain gel on there though? That's the question. No, it's not, and I would love that to be. Um, not so much the very, very early grade gel. Didn't it start in like 70s or something? It was early 80s, possibly 70s, mm. I don't know, but it was very, it was very council British. Yeah. Secondary school, wasn't it? Yeah. I did, I loved grain gel as a kid. I used I to love watching watch it. I used, I used to watch it, but not really enjoy it that much because women being a bit bullied at school, I used to see a bit of that and I was like, oh, maybe a bit uncomfortable. Mm. I know it sounds a bit stupid, but I didn't like mm. parts of it, but it was okay. I could probably watch it now. But I'm not because it's, yeah. it's like a soap, isn't it? Really, I don't really yeah. Know it, it's a bit, it, we're like a kid's soap, that mm. definitely. Um, so TV, unfortunately, modern day TV, although some of it is very good. Um, we, we're going to hark back to the 80s and the early 90s because that was better. So, uh, TV, old school TV is better. Um, so a quick jump on to toys. Uh, this will probably be a quick one. I, I added this in because. A lot of the toys that my kids have had nowadays, I found that a lot of them are absolute trash. They fall apart, yeah, and they seem to be expensive, and they seem to be—they don't stop. It's like the more, 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 and there's like it's like they're trying to create a bit of an addiction with them, which mm. I think is a lot of what they do anyway. But I look at my old toys from years ago, and I'm like, that's some good quality toys. They're still going now. You know mm. what I mean? And um, I don't know. Were they? Were they better? Hang on, this might lead off from TV. Were they better because we played with them more? Because we were watching less TV? Yeah, but did we play with them because we'd seen them on TV? Because oh, they did that. Thing they did. 
He-Man, Turtles, Thundercats. They he- were big. He-Man was originally like Conan the Barbarian or something, and then they yeah, changed yeah. it, and it was something something like that. Yeah. Um, I was I was thinking this one might be an interesting one, but I actually think that it might end up being a non. I think it might just be equal for both. Um, yeah. Toys aren't necessarily. It's what you make of them, isn't it? It's definitely what you what you make of them. Would you like yeah. to have this one as just an even one throughout? It could, yeah. I'd be happy with that. I mean, for me, taking my kids shopping for toys, like if you went to Toys R Us or something, um, nowadays nothing appeals to me. Do you know what I mean? But mm. then I'm an adult, so it's hard to. I can't make that comparison. Uh, maybe ten year old me, if we could get that. But I remember going to going to Toys R Us as a child and. Being wowed and wanting everything that it was, was there. It was like Santa's Grotto, wasn't it? It was like yeah, but oh you go down and it's just it's faint walking in. In fact, I only went yeah. to Toys R Us a few years ago. Um, it's like it's shut down now, but it, yeah. let's say ten years ago or something it was like one of my first times going. And I remember just standing there, just go, no, that's a lie. I did go and get one. I'd been once before, mm. but didn't appreciate it. But when I went, let's say ten or so years ago, I remember just walking in and just going, holy shit. There's so many toys, and feeling about six years old because of just seeing from mountains of Furbies to bikes. It was everything all in all. It's like this warehouse full of joy, mm. and it was scary. And it was so much. It was like, oh my god! And I didn't mm. have a lot of money to buy it all. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I think toys maybe maybe because we we were hooked on more of those he-man thundercats type of uh transformers were amazing then as well as shit now mm. um i remember seeing transformer not longer and i was just like what is this crap it was just horrible to the point where you can buy very expensive transformers i think they make them in like japan mm. and they're very authentic and bigger and amazing they cost like hundreds of pounds uh they're very cool but I, I, I actually think the toys were better years ago because we had less of a range and they were better quality, I think. Now mm. there's just a little bit of too much of it. And things come and go really quickly. Yeah. You might like some of it, but then it's like, oh, they don't do it anymore because, you know, the CEO didn't make enough, didn't come, go on his extra holiday or something, so they just scrapped yeah. it. Mm. Um, but it depends on the child. So I'm happy with this film just being equal. Yeah, yeah. Both that's a non plus one for that one. Um, I put this one on food. So, when I was younger, I had like the same selection of food I had pizzas, burgers, fish finger sandwiches, chicken and chips, uh, chicken fingers, which were disgusting. I mean, I had to tell my mum one day, turkey when I drums. They were terrible. Oh my god, turkey drums. I went off turkey drums because I found like an artery in one of them or something. Yeah. I was like, what is this? It's like, oh my god, it's it's a slow process of, of those over and over again, which made me vegetarian. Yeah. Um, just it sounds, I know people are going, it's an animal, you have to eat animals, but eventually, after seeing it so long, if you if you can ethically and morally attach yourself to an animal and the fact that it has a life, it's enough to make you vegetarian. And that happens to, that happens to a lot of people, um, a lot. You know, you stroke your dog and it's like, this is not a podcast about being vegetarian, we can do it another time. You can stroke your dog and be like, this is a lovely dog, but that cow, I'm going to eat it. I love animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with on a burger maybe, but mm. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of range now with food, and my kids, all four of mine, are very fussy with their food, and I think that might be partly my fault um, as an adult that's bringing them up. Mm. But years ago, you were given your food, and it was like eat your food, enjoy your food. You're not getting anything else. But we tend to 
sway a bit more in sort of like not the pussy about a bit more. I don't know about you with your two. Yeah. Can you just give Sorry. them anything you make in and just delete it? Uh, they they used to be fine. They, you could you could they could delete anything, and uh, they've all got a little bit fussy. Mm. Uh, is it Alice you... is not too bad. Right. Is it because you're trying bit. different things? No, I mean we've always we've always tried to try get them to try every single thing. I mean we we have tried to try. Yeah, yeah, we've got to to try to try something. Um, but it's just. I don't know. I think it's because Olivia's um, becoming a teenager and she's in secondary school and she wants, mm. just wants a sweet burger and chips all the time. Um, Pizza or Fast something. food, yeah. yeah. Quick and easy. Not like the cooking it, but... Yeah. Uh, would you say, as as uh, looking at this as adults, would you say that food is uh, is is less of a hardship? Yeah, I, I would say the quality... Um, and the variety is infinitely better today. Yeah, I will. I will, I will agree with that. I think I like the simplicity of before, but I think having the bigger variety is is pretty decent, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, it would. No, I can't remember hardly anything being fresh. Everything was frozen when I were a kid. Yes, um, tinned, very tinned. beige. Yeah, tinned. Do you remember having your dinner and your mum giving you like tinned new potatoes. Yeah, telling me she couldn't cook the fucking things. <laughs> what on <laughs> earth's going? It looked like yeah. a testicle, like a yeah. slip, and it was like slippery. Like, what yeah. are you giving me? It's like an eyeball mm. or something. It was like, mm. are you in your potatoes? Bleh. No, mother, yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating the fucking potatoes. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if she gave them to me now, I think I'll throw them at her. Mm. Like, Why is this crap? Wolf. We sometimes have frozen veg, um, but even then, it's only very rare. Yeah. And it tends to be the better one, you know, like not the one that's been chopped up by yeah. like some Japanese chef, like brrr, yeah. like proper smashed it up. I wonder yeah. about like ones that have like big carrots and and proper green beans. Mm. That's not too bad actually, especially yeah. in like a stir fry. So if you put it in stir fry, I think that's a yeah. pretty that's uh, a pretty efficient way to do it actually. Uh, food definitely definitely better now, yeah. especially potatoes because they're not actually that hard to cook, mom. Mom, I don't I know you don't listen to this, but if you yeah. ever do, they're not hard to cook. No. And um, you should be you should feel bad, <laughs> uh, not for feeding me, but for feeding mm. me crappy new potatoes out of a tin. I mean, mm. yeah, well, even now, just thinking about it, I'm I'm, I'm gobsmacked. Uh, information was our next one. Is there too much? <sighs> right, I've had this debate, uh, Ben. If you're listening, um, <laughs> we've had this debate a million times. Um, <laughs> that things were better before the advent of the internet in just i mean in every in just everything but uh more specifically gaming um like if you got stuck on something you couldn't think you had to work it out so you couldn't work yeah you couldn't just google it or look for a walkthrough or a guide or level I mean, 10 I, section three how do you get the yeah. bridge down or something Sonic, yeah. how do I get those last rings? How do I make the? How do I get ten thousand points? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's like you, you if you knew a cheat, that went by word of mouth. Like people would tell it. I mean, the kids would probably think if any kids are listening, which they're probably not, uh, think it's weird. But people used to phone up premium numbers to get cheats for games. I never did that. Never did. I never saw them. I never did. Well, I didn't have a phone, so it was a bit difficult for me to do that. Imagine that that as a business model. It's like £6.50 a minute, and it's like to phone up to find out a cheat code to get to level three on Crash Bandicoot or something. Um, They they advertised all the time in gaming magazines. Uh, I can't believe that was a a game, uh, sorry, a business model. I find it, even now I'm like, what? 
Yeah, someone thought of that. Someone it, it, to keep it going for all advertising. Someone must have been phoning them. Them very expensive numbers. I mean, we didn't have we didn't have that money for that. My mum would have killed me, throw me down the stairs if I would have phoned one of those numbers for a cheap. You would have had to quit school, get a job to pay the bill, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the the only way I could find cheats for games is if if you knew someone who had the internet, which was extremely rare, um, or if um what i used to do is there were a page on teletext if you can remember teletext anyone never um, had it teletext i my grandparents never had it hmm. but my mum was friends with some old people in this like old court you know like yeah. a, not like a not like a court of law like <laughs> yeah. a, it was a it was a it was a load of buildings like like apartments and um, hmm. they had it and um, i used to look at it on there yeah that's that that was our that was our internet as kids was teletext and I used to look on a gaming page hoping for cheats for the game that magazines I was playing on. Yeah, or they were in magazines as well. But more often than not, they were they were fake. Do you know what I mean? There were no way to substantiate these claims. So they'd just be in a magazine, it'd be like if you if you're playing Grand Theft Auto three, you can fly an aeroplane and go to Disneyland and it's like, No, you can't, or there's a cheat code to make Lara Croft naked in Tomb Raider One. No, there's not. There's, no, there's just not. not. Uh, but there were always in gaming magazines, and people were always talking about them. About you have to jump and press LB, RB, whatever, fifty times. Start and select, start and select, and they never worked. They were just a lot of tosh. But I remember getting the uh, the books, the cheat code books on the front, mm. and having a couple of those, and um, they was always valuable. So I learned yeah. all the fight moves in Mortal Kombat One through mm. one of these books and magazines. I learned them all. I knew them all. And I remember someone saying to me, no, you don't. Mm. You don't know all those moves. How can you know all those moves? I, I don't believe you. And we remember going around to his house and we played Mortal Kombat and I actually battered him and I showed him every single move. Every mm. There was only like seven or eight characters. Every single character had like three moves. And I knew them and the fatalities. And I'm like, mm. I just learned, I just played the game, memorised them from the book. Mm. It's not that difficult to understand, is it? Just from, I just, and it was also... Something I was interested in, so you sort of you're a little bit quicker, don't you? Mm. Uh, for me, information is is now it's too easy to find out what you're looking for. That sounds ridiculous. It's if I want to know what the temperature is, what the average temperature is in a country or rainfall or whatever, I can literally just go. It will take me less than thirty seconds. I can find that. But before that, I would have to go down to a library and search through the books. Now, the beautiful thing about searching for something amongst, you know, looking for one particular book or a section amongst thousands of books is, you very often would come across a different book or another book, and you'd learn something new. Um, it was also, it would be exercising your brain and how to find that information. Um, it was interesting to walk through the library. You might see someone you know. You might, you know, you, it might be a, you might open up a new opportunity. There might be an advert on the wall that you see for a martial arts club, which I saw, which I would see all the time. I would go check out the local clubs. I think information was harder to find, but better to find because you would often find other things. Does that make sense? Mm. However, the power of, and we'll say Google, the power of Google is undeniable and we can find out all the information that we want. We can do any course we want for free. We can learn anything. You don't need to do courses to learn anything like 
applying for courses. You can you could learn anything you want on the internet. It's there. Mm. And then there's the other side of the internet, which is the the dodgy side. So if you want to download books, you know, if you don't want to buy things or movies or information, you can do that as well. Which is obviously the the darker side to it. But you know, if you haven't got a lot of money, sometimes you can use that for your advantage. And I think that's another. But then again, now you can rent games out from. You used to be able to rent games out from the library and, and what have you. Um, I think this is an interesting one. Which would you say would be uh, for the general title of information? What would you say would be the the, the winner? What comes to mind straight away? Google. Mm. I because hate I, I think it, I think it only just wins on the fact that you can access everything. That's all it is. That's the only advantage is if you can access everything. Everything. The the amount of things I've learned from just Googling something. So like like you, for example, you used uh, average temperature in another country. Mm-hmm. I would you like you would only specifically need to know that like um if you were doing like a project at school or something like yeah. that. So then that's where you'd have to go to the library. Then you'd have to look through all the books and stuff to, to find it. Yeah. Whereas now, like if I thought that if we were talking in a conversation back then and we were about, oh, I wonder what average temperature is in Does it rain Kazakhstan? more in India than it does Canada? Yeah. 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 It'd be like mm. it'd be like, oh well we'll never know because we just wouldn't go and do it. But <laughs> now it'd be like the, Shall we go to the library and find yeah, out? Yeah. That would not happen. But it'd be like, hold on a minute and get your phone out and you Google it. I mean we just just we us doing podcasts, we've Googled like three different things. I've I've still got a tab open with Joe Guest here so that I could remember who Joe Guest were. Don't like we've yeah, no. We have, we have. I had a look at the Mortal Kombat characters. I'm just waiting for it to come behind you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with that job, Gestel? She's it's like, What's wrong with yeah. me? You fucking yeah, thing. Before you know it, she's divorced. She's out the door. She's took the dog. Yeah. No, she's well, left the dog. <laughs> she's left. That's that'd be even worse than taking it, to be honest. And uh, I think it's just easier just to get just to get that information. The amount of stuff I've learned from Google. Yeah. Uh, when I wouldn't have learned if I just if I didn't have access to that knowledge, it's it's immeasurable. There's that much for me. It's so, very even, but I will say I think that um, Google just wins. Just, but it's not by much. It's not. Yeah. It's not by much. And I, I know that comes across like a very old way of thinking, but I think it's not by much. Mm. Next one on our list. What is it? Would you like to? Uh... Yeah, it was. Uh, it's films. Um... <sighs> This is more to do with like censorship and to do with like ratings and stuff. Yeah, this this is also another thing that we talk about quite a lot. Me and my uh, my friend Ben, um, if he's listening again, Um, yeah, uh, we we talk a lot about films we watched when we was kids that you would not be able to watch as kids today. Uh, I have one example. Uh, Gremlins, I think, was rated quite low, like a twelve or less, or PG or something. Yeah, yeah, but. Actually, Poltergeist was a PG until that that only got changed a few years ago. Can you imagine Poltergeist? I remember watching that as a child. That's horrific. Utterly <laughs> <laughs> shit yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I remember being five year old and watching it. You know the Tim Curry uh, yeah. TV movie. I watched that. Um, we used to watch Predator, Terminator, uh, RoboCop. I mean, how horrific is it when? Uh, the Murphy, the man who he is before Robocop, just gets shot to shit. 
do you know and I yeah. was like six year old sat watching Robo and his arm get blown off when he's on the floor yeah he's like oh, and like he's got no arm left yeah. exactly and it's it's all them things um, I had no problem watching as a child I mean I remember being scared of stuff um, you can't get away with that now um, kids you you look at films that kids watch and it's like I, I don't I'm going to sound like old saying it but like happy what are they called I don't even know what it's called that bird game where you throw them birds that film emoji movie and angry, all. angry birds angry birds and I would have said happy birds they're not angry very happy are they no, they're not happy they're, they are quite angry but it's like it's films like that and it's like that's not what I watched when I was a kid so I think it is a lot stricter now and I because I, I know British broadcasting whatever they're called you know the um, yeah, like we'll make this the American one is the MPAA. Yeah, yeah. I, I know they used to be. I, I want to say they used to be more lax, but there's a reason why we have Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles and not Ninja Turtles, and that's because of the like managing director of that, of that yeah. the, the top boss, because he had a, he had a vendetta against ninjas. So in England, we called them Hero Turtles, not Ninja Turtles, not for any specific reason other than he did not like ninjas. So that's that's how strict that were. So I remember being uh, very confused about that. Yeah, it's it's weird. I always remember being a, a kid and like it's about... Ninja Turtles on these figures. Why is it hero now... on the Was it on the was it only on the cartoon? Yeah, just on the cartoon. I think even the film was called Ninja Turtles, weren't it? So yeah. here's some uh, gremlin information. Despite being a critical commercial success, the film was heavily criticized for some of its more violent sequences. Um I won't read it all, but Spielberg suggested that the MPAA he actually made. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, I read it wrong. Spielberg suggested that the MPAA alter its rating system, which it did within two months of the film's release, creating a new PG thirteen rating. Mm. You know that film's budget. Um, it came out in what nineteen eighty four. How much mm. do you reckon it it cost to me? I mean, is, am I asking a question that you have find extremely difficult to answer? No, no. I'm going to say it had a relatively small budget of three million. Eleven million it cost. Eleven. Eleven. And is that um, all on the puppets? It probably yeah. It's the hands. It was the arthritis yeah. problems with the hands. Um, yeah. What do you reckon its box office was? How much do you think it made? Uh, if if you're saying it's a commercial success, it's got to make at least three yeah. times that. I can see you looking million. over. I can see you looking over like you were trying. I'm to... look, no, I've that's got the information. Companies. It's yeah. on the Google over Is here. Thirty-six million. Two hundred million. What for? Nineteen eighty-four. Were there even that much money in world? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah two hundred. That film is yeah. massive. That must be one of the most successful films ever. Yeah, that is a lot. I wouldn't have said that. I would. I mean, it's a good film, Gremlins. I wouldn't have said solid million good, but solid film. Yeah, weird. absolutely is solid. That's hilarious. Yeah. Actually, thinking about that. Wow, that is a lot of. And I've for some reason I'm on the Games Master page again. I hope you went to the library to go and get that information. Uh, I went earlier, got it all. Yeah, oh, it's just oh, libraries. There's actually one just down the road for me, but I remember there've been a couple of times it's been closed. Um, so films, um, in terms of accessibility for for youngins, you think it's um, you think that are they are they are they a lot stricter now? Is it is it is it harder for a kid to watch a scary film? Where was this? Where was I even going with this one? Films are yeah. So yeah, it's um, we treating are, are we treating children in a an unfair way when it comes to watching films? Do you think it should be more down to the parents? So is it better, uh, is it better now or was it better then? If you ask if you ask me in regards to my kids, 
it's I would think it's to do with the the parents' choice. If you ask Jade, she goes strictly on the certification of the film because parents where, can't make proper decisions. Yeah, which exactly. I like. I will. I will suggest a film, and uh, the kids will want to watch it. Alice loves scary films. She really, yeah. really loves scary. films. Holly does. She's. I mean, she's my youngest, as you, as you mm. know. She's twelve, and she loves a scary film. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know. I think. I know. I mean, she's she's she'll be nine in like two weeks. Mm. But I know that she could handle a fifteen, say, right, on some films. Um, some of them are some of them that. are slightly inappropriate. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, the, the only place I draw the line with scary films is I don't like sex or nudity. Yeah. So yeah, that if that's in the film, the kids don't watch it. Um, I, I don't mind gore because Alice can tell the difference between if she saw someone injured in real life and. A film that was made in the eighties, and it's like red ketchup coming out of their arm. Do you know what uh, I mean? It, yeah, like, it also like, looks fake, doesn't it? I yeah. think I think that films like if you were to watch Alien, I'm going to go. I always go back to Alien, Aliens. If you watch Aliens, now that's a very gory kind of film, but it's not very scary. If yeah. you watch Alien, shit your pants watching that film. Yeah, because of the suspense and the darkness, and the it's like you're being hunted. But aliens to me, it's just like there's the aliens. Bah, 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 bah. There's another one. Bah, 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 bah. It's just constant. It's constant, constant to the point where it becomes a bit uh, numb. Like oh, it's just yeah. more alien. And that I've always said that that's why that film is underneath Alien for me is that it's constant action all the time. You know, loads of action, and the suspense is more important. I think, and mm. I think. I'd rather my kids watch Aliens as opposed to Alien. I think it, if I had to choose, just you know, off the top of the head, if I just had to choose yeah. to. Um, so I think films will just go off what we think. I think it should be down to parents for watching films, and it's better. Yeah. It's not better now. It's it was better then. Yeah. Just because, why not? You know, um, this is an odd one that kind of a, is for me, and looking at my. Uh, little ones, uh, you might be able to appreciate this. Uh, it's fashion. Now, when I was, I've looked at some old school photos of me, uh, and everyone is wearing. Or it, it looks like all the children were thrown into an exploding charity shop, and mm. came out wearing various colours and you know bits of corduroy, and random t-shirts, and everyone's happy. No one's bothered. Everyone wore what they want to wear. But now it seems to be a lot more pressure and all the kids are all looking the same. How many times have I walked down the street and seen, let's say, three teenage girls? They've all got leggings, white trainers and like a, a, a black jacket on or something. And I'm like, mm. did you not think to yourselves maybe we're going to be individuals? I think there's a lot of pressure now, more pressure now mm. to wear the designer clothes and to look the same. And I think that's to do with the... Um, social influences and stuff as well you know you go on instagram and go, oh my god look at the wearing that they're wearing that particular outfit that's fashionable now and i've got to wear that i can't wear my my little pony t-shirt anymore it's not fashionable mm. do you think there's you think there's more pressure nowadays maybe than there was years ago no i think it's just you see it maybe a little bit more as a parent because i remember being when I was, I'll say when I'm a teenager because I don't think you really, you really, you know what fashion is when you when you're like in primary mm. school. It's like when you come into your own, don't you? You're in secondary school. Everybody, I've, I, the girls especially, not well, I mean the lads still did, but the girls especially. I remember in secondary school, uh, all looked the same. They all had um, it was like a big the fact the, the fashion of the time. I thought you were going to say the fat girls. Well. 
the no, th- no. The, the, the girls, fat. the th- fat girls. Is it all all shapes and sizes of the girls? They all they all had the same sort of similar fashion sense, which mm. was like uh, having their hair like like sort of a fringe, like some weird strands, half a ton of foundation, right eyeliner, and then some up there like the ponytail or something, and they'd have. That's that every all of them would look the same. They'd have that line, that foundation line around the neck. So you think um, for girls maybe it's important, like. But what about the boys? No, no well, I I were a little bit of a goth, but um, for the for the boys, it was like everyone would wear the same. And I, I think in, in terms of like hoodies and stuff, but they were name brands as well. Uh, that were a big thing. It was never a big thing for me. I never really cared, but like. Adidas or Nike or Feeler or whatever. I say Adidas, but I'm pretty sure it is Adidas, isn't it? It's Adidas. Well, if you say Adidas fast, it's just Adidas. Adidas, um, but... Adidas, Adidas, Adidas. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds no. like you're saying it with an accent. Um, Wait, but on. Na- whatever anybody says, Nike is Nike and not Nike. But that's that's what that one is. Um, but people always will, like would go off on them trainers or can you remember them horrible jogging bottoms that everyone wore? Someone's going to still wear them. Kappa, listening to this, the Kappa probably. ones that ripped up the what, side. No. That you ripped up the side. They were fucking awful then, right? But everyone used to wear them. I never wore them. Weren't they easy access if you needed to take a shit on the park? After no, because much... it's, it's, <laughs> it's stopped to side. the waistband. No, you've had too much cider. You need to take a dump on a park. So you had to rip off your, your track. No, it didn't work like that. No, oh, okay. It didn't go all the way to the top. So you still had that like elasticated waistband solid wear like you know like them chaps what like cowboy wear like oh, a yeah. cowboy would wear it was like them it was like who was, was, really thought that they were a good idea or coats that you pull over your head like a hoodie or oh, irreversible <laughs> lots of stuff were reversible when i were a teenager do you, you remember different fashions do you remember the um english tracksuit fad there was like a fashion where everyone had all the boys had these english tracks the, uh, the english football team tracksuit Oh, it shell yeah, suit. Yeah. It was a shell suit. Yeah, yeah. You, you mm. can't call them shell suits anymore because it's track suits now. But shell they wear suit. shell suits. They wear shell suits. Right. Just the domain of like old ladies now that wear that wear shell suits. I think I think it's worse now because of pressure of and the fact that everyone's more accessible. You know, people will take a picture and you'll be online more, and they'll be like, "What are you wearing?" Or your hair's got to always look good. I think there's more pressure now. To look better than that, there was than there was years ago. Is it not just people are more fashionable now? But is it is it good to be fashionable? Is it isn't it better to be yourself? Well, it depends. What if you want to be yourself by looking like everyone else? That's just how, how you express yourself. Well, I don't know. I've never I've never wanted to look like anybody else. So. I'm going to say, I think both. I think we're both quite valid on this. I think it kind of evens itself out. Um, people like to be in those social groups and kind of look the same, and um, it makes them feel good to be part of it, don't they? And if you've got teenage girls looking all cool, and one looks like, you know, a scruffy little shit, even if it's not her fault, let's say, mm. she can't feel part of the group. Maybe, mm. maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna. If if you're happy with a, a kind of a, yeah, it's good to you know. It's good to be fashionable and look good and fit because she makes you feel good. But that's again because of social media. Mm. It's also good to be yourself and wear what you want. But some people yeah. do that now. I know people that sometimes wear what they want, and I'm like, maybe someone should address you, you scruffy bugger. Mm. Computer games. Um, I've got it as um, the way we use. This is obviously what I feel like we could go on with this one, but we'll try not to. 
Um, was it better then to have limited games and actually play those games, enjoy those games, get the most from those games, or is it better now? I mean, years ago you never had DLC. Yeah, you had you had the DLC to Sonic was Sonic Two. Hmm. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? That was the. It was just the next game. Yeah. Um. Now you have. I mean, there's multiple examples. Some games do free DLC. You know, Sea of Thieves has like progressively got more and more. If anything, mm. some of it feels like DLC. Um, yeah. that's free DLC. Um, but then you've got a lot of free games now, like Fortnite, Warzone. There's there's even free games that aren't Battle Royale. There's lots out there. There's a lot more options. But mm. do you think it was um? Do you think it was better then to be committed to some few games, or do you think throw away cheap games are better now? I'm doing I'm doing a complete 180 on this because I know I've been leaning towards the future side of of the arguments the uh, the discussions a little bit yeah, yeah this this one I'm going completely the opposite way I feel as though um, cartridges or CDs or the actual physical copy of a game is is a million times better than downloads I mean just just from from just from my experience right you've got uh, I went to buy I went to buy a game for PlayStation One when I was a child, mm. and I would go. I would be excited. I'd be waiting for that game yeah. for it to come yeah. out, yeah. Or, or when I, when I was able to go and actually buy it, or when I had enough money to buy it. You'd go to the shop, you'd go to game, and you'd be like, you'd look at all the fucking games that's there, and and you'd be like looking at them all and seeing what there is. Reading the backs, buy that game. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading reading all backs. Looking forward to that manual that you get inside. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's a bus ride or car ride home is once yeah. you bought the game is reading the manual. I mean. I, just even because you that much excitement, like oh, and it's I'm reading about epilepsy warnings because. <laughs> but is that, cause, is that because you were young? It. Is it because you were young though? Is that what? No, it's, I think it, well, is there is that, and then that game meant a lot to me because then it were like I'd, I've I've excited about it, I've enjoyed it, and then I could lend it with friends or something like that, or I'd I cherish that game. Now, um. I'm like I'm t- I could be sat here talking to you now, and you're like, "Oh, have you seen that new um, Tomb Raider game?" And I'll be like, "Oh no, which one you're talking about?" And then I'll Google it. I'll be like, "Oh, oh yeah, right. I bought it. It's downloading now. We'll go on it in a bit." Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know why I picked Tomb Raider because we never played Tomb Raider. Well, it's not. You're not even a two-player game. You it's, it's not even a two-player game. It's actually yeah. the shittest example you could probably. Think I know. Of. I couldn't. I could it's, fine. Any other game, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. yeah. No, you, you're right. And then if we didn't like it. We'd not play it. We'd play something else, and we might yeah, we even just... forget about that because it's in a library of like four hundred games that we've bought or yeah. whatever, and it gets lost. I can yeah. go through my Steam library. I have probably haven't touched one of over sixty percent. I would say. Yeah, same with mine. But oh, if, if I if I'd had to, individual... if I have, it's got hardly any any play time on it. Yeah, or if you've had to buy individual cartridges or you know discs, you've played those games, and if you mm. haven't played one of those games, you feel bad. Yeah. And you might even go and exchange it. But if I buy a game on Steam or whatever, I might have a week or 30 days or two hours playtime, whatever it is. And then I can't take it back. And, you know, I think if you've yeah. if you've had a game, if you bought a game, you, there should be a way to digitally sell it back, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And get some credit. You know, you can sell it. Let's say you buy a game for 50, sell it back for 30 or 20. So you've got a bit of money for a new game, maybe. Mm. I don't know how that would work. That seems complicated, but yeah, yeah. Mm. I um, I like the accessibility. I like the 
the amount. I think it might be too much. Uh, also, you can play them on your phone or whatever. But I do think that maybe it was better. I'm not even saying better in Mega Drive terms. Maybe it was just better in all pre pre internet download games. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy if you, I'm happy to go with then if you want. Mm-hmm. I'll put yeah, we'll put nineties for that one. Um. The next one um, I've got on here is Netflix versus Blockbuster. Hmm. I'll let you do this one. Go for it. Um, I think Netflix is better. Um, I'm doing the 180 again from what I've just said. Uh, I think Netflix is better in the sense of you've got that choice and if you regret your choice, um, you can just turn it off and put something else on. Um You've got that accessibility. Um, in that way, it's a it's a better thing. But the blockbuster side of it, uh, I like I like choosing the physical copy again. I like if I make a bad choice, the, there is regret, which I, I don't like. But usually, what you do is you would choose a film. Maybe you choose it last week when you were looking at one or whenever. And um, you make a night of it, you get some popcorn or something, you plan your evening around that film. You can still plan an evening around a film nowadays. With Netflix, but with Netflix, it's like, because it's so throwaway, you don't, I don't think you get that that experience like you do from a video shop. Um, I mean, I think Netflix is, is ultimately better. I think it's just a different experience, and it's it's it makes me a little bit sad that that experience is gone, and that so many people won't won't get that experience. But do you know what I mean? It's it's just it's the sign of the time. It's that's that's what's moved on. I think this is down. This is like information. This is like the information topic we have a quick cover on. I think um, uh, yeah. the. The amount of films we can access spoils us, so we don't enjoy them as much. Yeah. Uh, being able to go into, I didn't, I never used Blockbuster myself. There was one down there. I used to use a local one. It was like a, a smaller yeah. one called it was called Concept Four Video. They got closed down for selling alcohol to kids and stuff. And I think there was a drug dealer that worked there as well. So it, that was after we stopped using it anyway. Um, but going down there, searching through those films for something that you haven't watched in years or seen, looking at the new ones, which are slightly more expensive, mm. having it, you'd, you'd be able to rent it for the weekend or a week, depending on how old it was. Yeah. That was spe- that meant something. That was special. That was that was very similar to how it is going to the cinema now. Mm. And, and I think because of that, for me, it's better. The experience is ne- it's, and it's never going to come back. That's the thing. It's gone. That experience is gone. You're never going to get but it again. If you dis- if you describe that to your kids now, right, or describe it to anyone that has never experienced that, some a younger person, they'd be like, "That sounds shit. That don't. That's why would I want to do that when I've got Netflix? You know what I mean? It's like that's because they're never going to experience it. I think exactly. That, yeah. It's not even it's it's weird because it's not what it's the sound the experience of it doesn't sound that good. Yeah, it is something you have to experience to experience it. <laughs> no, no, it's sounds. true, it's true. It's yeah, try it's, it's, it's a bit like trying to explain bungee jumping. Mm. 
like I've done something similar to a bungee jump and I, I cannot explain it to people very well compared to how it mm. felt. Um would you say my I I'm gonna I, I won't kind of change on this one personally. If you disagree with me, we'll have to call it a, a draw. Um I think that <coughs> the old experience was something akin to magic and means a lot to me now thinking about it. Whereas the kids in years time they go, Oh, what do you reckon about Netflix? Yeah, watch out you want anyway, yeah. We've got something new now. All Netflix has taken over the world and it doesn't mean anything because it's such a standard. So if you want to choose uh, Netflix, we'll have it as an e- a draw, um, which is fine because I get it. I do get it because I know I can go downstairs. Probably tonight I might go downstairs and just go on Netflix. But at the same time, I can go on Netflix and sometimes find nothing to watch. Yeah. But you could go to a video shop and 100%. find nothing to watch. 100%. Um, well, what I'm saying is full accessibility is not guaranteed. Yeah film to watch or TV program. But then again, I've enjoyed going through Star Trek and that. Which mm. I'm not, it's not the plan to watch them all, but we've kind of been through Enterprise and we're watching some Voyager now when I get a bit of time. Mm. So. so what, would you, what, um, what are you going to do? It's, it's a tough one because I am... It's okay for nostalgia to win. It's okay, mm. even though it's not, in a way, it's not as good. It's okay mm. to say that experience is was special and is special to me. That's fine. Um... Because Netflix, obviously, we're just—I know—we're just saying Netflix. We just mean, you know, easy access to films and that TV. Just on demand. On demand, yeah. On demand video is amazing, mm. and I wouldn't want to take it away from the kids, because I mm. think that I wouldn't want to say to them, "Go Wilco's, get a video," you know, whatever, you know, go Tesco, buy some it, you know. Mm. But is it is it in the way that you might? And I probably know nobody's grandparents who's alive today, uh, but they were like. Oh, kids these days they'll never they'll never fully experience what it was like to feel wind in your hair while you're driving down road on a penny farthing. Do you know what I mean? And it's like that experience is gone. That meant something to someone. But if you said to us, it's like, why would I want to sit on a big uncomfortable wheel thing when I've got I can use a mountain bike with suspension and I'm not and sure all bells and whistles. Your example is exactly the same, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's it's an old an experience to somebody else that well, it you can still you can them. still ride on a bike down the road and experience winning your hair. As as just going off your example, you could still do that, but you cannot. So right now we have access to films. That's not going to change unless we don't pay the bill. We have access to films. That's and I can't go and get excited about getting a film from a video shop because they don't exist anymore. Hmm. That's it. It literally does not exist. It cannot happen. And. The closest you can get is like a library, but no one gets excited about getting the next, you know, book. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was trying to think of an example, but no one gets excited about getting the next. I was trying to think of an author, but it just like fell out of my head. Um, James Patterson, that's what I was thinking. Because um, it's different, you know. I th- I think the nostalgia, the connection to that old school type of collection and hunt and promise of something good to watch... Um, I think that beats the this amount of videos we can access now. But I'm very grateful to have that now, and I wouldn't mm. change it because it's what I'm used to. If you yeah. want to go Netflix, I'm happy to call this a draw, and it's perfectly fine to be a draw. We'll go. We'll go nostalgia. We'll go Are nostalgia you sure? Yeah, because you appreciate the the value of 
what it was. Yeah, but it's it's just it wouldn't be for everyone. It wouldn't be for the generation now that's living now. No, because which... he because it doesn't exist. They can't appreciate it. That's yeah. yeah, like you said, you you've already you said that, didn't you? They're never going to know it. Yeah, uh, it's watching it's watching a film with extra steps to them, and it's like it's unnecessary steps they would see yeah. it as. My kids would be good to get a remote control if it's too on the next mm. chair. What? Um, going out with friends. Um, nowadays, uh, I feel stressed about letting my kids go out. Uh, but years ago, my mom, my mom never felt stressed about me going out. And you know, how do you feel about that with having you got your two daughters? Haven't you? Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's all to do with uh, what we've already talked about in terms of more TV channels and. More, more information, more news. Yeah, more there's, it's... there's murderers, there's rapists, there's child kidnappers, yeah. there's dogs loose on the street. The Polish are going to steal them. It's just mm. on and on and on, isn't it? The, mm. If you're Polish, you, I don't think you're going to steal my child. Um, it was just a really, very, very random example. Um, the Polish came to steal our jobs like years ago, not children. Um, <laughs> um, and that one's true. The uh, uh, sorry, yeah, no, I rudely interrupted. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after you've finished bashing the Polish, um, I've got nothing against them. No, I, um, I, I, very nice Polish people, but I know. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like I think you get inundated with all this information, and then it, it makes you scared and it makes you worried, and it, it brings on fears that you wouldn't necessarily have to fear in a normal situation. I mean. It's all right saying when I went out, when I were a kid, nobody kidnapped me or I weren't murdered, but that's obvious. So it's like... Well, because you're here doing this for me now. Yeah, but the children that that did happen to are, are not here. So it did... It, it, I, it, I mean, crime crime figures, if anything, it's safer on the streets now as it, as than when it were when I were a kid. Uh, there were Is more it? paedophiles about. Yeah, yeah, there were there were a lot more paedophiles about. Um, it's when I like a, a tally of them, so... No, it's just it's just it gets it gets reported more. It's it's seen. It's it's not seen as worse now. At least because it's always been seen bad. But people people was out of a mentality. Well, I've just changed the lights in my on my batteries in my lights. Oh my lord! I know. Yeah, that's a bit bright. That if you're watching the YouTube video, I just got blinded. Um, sorry if you're listening to this. I did actually just get blinded. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, carry on. Sorry, I can't. Yeah, where's where's my monitor gone? Can't see anything. Yeah, go on. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like I I think there's too much information, too much stuff to worry about. I mean, I I used to go and play art, uh, building dens and what have you. Yeah. Um, in woods, and I'd be gone for hours and hours at a time. I mean, my mum would know the general area and the general time that I would be back, but that was that was good enough. But now, uh, Olivia started to go out quite a lot. Um, but we've got like the WhatsApp tracking thing that um, I occasionally make a, make a use. I try not to all the time uh, because I don't want I don't want to feel as though I'm like on a all the time. I want I want oh. her to experience freedom and I want her to know independence. I don't want her to to feel as though she's got us on her back all the time. Or to I want her to be able to take that responsibility on herself. Making um, her making her feel safe could actually have a backfire in terms of her feeling unsafe. <laughs> Like yeah. if I get kidnapped, it's okay because my dad's tracking me on WhatsApp. Exactly. So I don't I don't like to depend on that. I lo- I'll only say to use that occasionally, or if she's going somewhere where she doesn't know, she's going to be a, a, 
a, a long time because she's she started going up to the park on her own. Uh, well, her friends. Um, she she after school today she stayed later and went to a friend's house. Um, a couple of a couple of her friends. Um, and I, I, we try and we try and leave, give her some more independence there. She walks to school on her own with, with friend uh, every day. I know every day now she she just she does that, which is about a mile and a half probably. Um, but probably even longer than that. It takes like half an hour. Um, Same for Holly. So, it's probably just over a mile. She has to go. Yeah. So and she she'll go to shop. She'll even go to shop on her own now. So it's. Um, I just I just think there's there's more fear now. Because uh, there's always some some on Facebook, like like you mentioned about dog dogs being stolen or people around schools. Mm. But I don't know how much of that is just people just scaremongering. Have you heard every year something new pops up? Like there was one where clowns were on the street, and then there yeah. was another one where people were going in your house at night. These yeah. things have popped up every now and again. I think it's just to scare people. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anyone who's had the dog stolen. If someone's had the dog stolen, or actually knows someone whose dog has actually been stolen, write it in comments because I see this all the time on Facebook. I don't know anyone. This has never happened. Oh, there's a man. There's some men in a white van driving around, and they're stealing people's dogs, or they're writing numbers on, uh, on like the bricks, and, like yeah. yeah, to say how many they've, how many dogs they've got or something. What a load of tosh. I don't. I think it's just made up. I don't think it's a real thing, and I think it goes around. I think it's just people scaremongering because that that might happen. So it's better to warn people of something that might happen rather than something that is happening. Yeah. So yeah, after all that talking about going out and doing all the rest of it, we definitely um, would like to consider it to be perfectly safe now to go out, uh, or just as safe to go out now. Um, I guess the facts would tell more of the truth on that. But we think it's worse. We definitely think it's worse because we see more information, and we mm. just get worried more. But I suspect it's it's perfectly fine now. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely fine. Uh, jumping onto the last thing we were going to mention was um, social media bullying and just bullying in general. We'll try and cover this one quite quickly. The um, I feel like bullying used to be a case of to your face <laughs> or behind your back, but you always used to be physically able to connect with these people they'll mm. probably be at school or on your street or maybe your family or you know people at home or whatever but they'd always be there you'd always be able to access them quite easily mm. um if not on the day but maybe the day after or whatever but now what does social media bring us uh, in terms of bullying nathan uh paper trail i'd like to say um because there's evidence because I, th- I think i mean I'd, obviously you can't say which one was better being bullied in the past or bullied now um because they're both horrendously horrible things to happen as a um, as a general rule we, we agree that bullying is terrible yeah it's just not it's not good um I, it's like maybe you get bullied from someone in the old days um not that old but in the old days, you get bullied from someone from your class or yeah. from your year or whatever like that. That's that's the scope. That's the that's the area. Um, now you might get bullied from someone who's all the way across the other side of the world. And um, you can't really... If it's nothing illegal, because bullying isn't really like illegal, yeah. is it, to sort of slag someone off? or Unless it's mm. slanderous. Like if someone says, you are a... You have murdered someone, or I don't. Hmm. I don't like. I never really like saying it, but you know, you raped somebody. Do you know what hmm. I mean? That word. Then obviously you can then be like, well, you're gonna have to prove that, or I'm gonna sue you because yeah. yeah. um, you put it online. 
Mm. Um, I, I, I think uh, being, you know, being bullied, like I say, with it being not illegal, it's it's very easy to go, my children have been victims of it. I know other children that's been victims of it, of people just going online or posting a picture of someone and a nasty comment. Mm. And it's horrible. Mm. And it's even though they've done it and they can delete it, the, dam- the damage is done. Once you put a picture, once you put anything on the internet, it's there forever. Mm. And what it's potential, the, the idea is it's potentially there forever. You know what I mean? Someone can extract it from the internet. Mm. I think getting bullied online within social media now is horrendous. And it's also not just the fact that it's communicating with one person, but by, especially things like Instagram or whatever, by instigating that one element of bullying, you end up communicating it to potentially thousands of people, if not millions. Mm. Um, and it, it's it's worse now. Bullying is worse now. In in regard as as opposed to old school style bullying, would you agree? Maybe with that, or uh, I w- I would agree in some sense, but I would also disagree because I I think it, I think that there's more of a deterrent with bullying these days in the fact that like there is that that paper trail, so people that, can see it. Yeah, so it's it's I mean. If, I don't know. Say back when you were a kid, somebody walks past in all way at school, and they just punch you in the arm, or they Come call in. you a name. Fatty. Yeah, call you to do that. Oh, did that's, you? Did you? It's, that's hearsay. Do you know what I mean? It? Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just hearsay. It's hard to prove. Teachers probably not going to pay much attention, which they didn't yeah. when I were a kid about bullying. It went. It it just went in their school. Um, but now, someone if someone puts a nasty comment on Facebook or Snapchat or I don't know whatever whatever kids are using, yeah. um, there is there is that there's actual physical evidence like just to, to, that you can see. Pet or the parents can get involved; they can see it, they teachers can see, can see it. Yeah, so I think in that in that sense, it's it's better because it's not not bullying's better, but it's better in terms of being able to make people accountable. And I think that that would be a deterrent as well. It might stop someone thinking, oh, my, my friend called someone a name on this Facebook group. Um, and then they want to write it out. They want to say it. And they're like, actually, no, I'm not I'm not going to do that because people can see that. My mum can see that or my auntie can see that or whatever. Mm. So I'm not going to write that. So I, I think it, 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 it might deter people um, to, to not not bully as much now. So um, it's easier to prove that people are doing it and maybe easier to punish, but at the mm. same time, damage done is damage done and often you can't repair it. You know? Yeah, there is. Like but you're posting a horrible picture. Let's say, um, let's not look at children, but let's look at adults. Let's say someone sent someone a picture that they shouldn't really send somebody. You know, uh, you know some consenting adults do that sort of thing that person could then put it online which would be illegal yeah and you see it you see it let's say the old classic or what was it a while ago now paris hilton had a a videotape released didn't she and that that's never going to go away that damage has been done and continues to damage i recently saw an interview with her and she was saying that it still affects her now but years ago you know you one you couldn't send the picture Two, you couldn't distribute it to millions of people. And it might go away a little bit. 
in 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 terms of like the hearsay thing. So maybe maybe it was better then. If mm. it, if thing if bad things happened then, in some respects, and see now now because I'm looking at both because of what you said, I kind of see both sides, and and it, it, I think I think there's pros and cons, isn't there? Mm. Years ago, if someone picked on you, you could knock them out, and no one's there's not twenty kids with iPhones going, oh, I'm going to put it on Snapchat. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen, is it? That mm. kid, I I've come across it before. There's been a bully at school, and someone has basically attacked the bully mm. and then the bully stopped bullying them because sometimes bullies they need that and i'm not saying I, I, in a way i don't want to justify violence towards people that are, are bullying you or violently bullying you but sometimes you know it works what works now kids that are being bullied at school just going off from social media, but kids that get bullied at school, they get told off by the teacher and nothing happens, mm. you know? And if there's any kind of fisticuffs happen, they very often both of them will get expelled. And I don't think that necessarily solves anything. I don't know what, to, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit stuck with this one. What would you, what would you say? Is it, would, is bullying worse as a, um, a child, not we'll, we'll we'll distance ourselves from adults. Um, was it as a child? Was it worse to get bullied years ago, or is it, or is it worse now if social media is involved? I think it it was. I think bullying was worse then than it is now. I think it has got better because the, I think teachers do do more about it, and like like there is that evidence um, to to sort of back the claims up. And I think it's it's more mental now. And it was more physical. I know it was mental and physical when you were back before the internet and stuff. But I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. So I'm going to jump on this. I'm going to say bullying is better now. Hmm. I'm going to agree with you. But only because it can be tracked easier. Hmm. That's the only way. But I think the consequences of something going online uh, that's meant to be... Uh, horrible and bullying is worse mm. but because you can track it most of the time it works in your favor and for that i'll say the bullying if you get bullied now schools are more responsible the paper trails there mm. so you can actively do something about it but years ago you could get beat up in the street by five kids you'd never knew who it was mm. but if you're if it happens nowadays even the see you see it all the time bullies will beat you up and video it um, put it on YouTube or share it, and once it's shared, it's gone, it's out, and people get hold of it, don't they? Um, and I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking this one through all that much. I wanted it to come out in the conversation, and I think it, I think to some degree, it has. Mm. Um, so I think, I think we've covered a good amount of topics, and mm. I'm not surprised because we've been at this nearly an hour and a half. Um, quite pleased to talk about it. I think it's interesting to reflect on the past and mm. how it affects us now in terms of how we think and what we have access to now is very is very vast but in some ways of, of an, a massive amount of something too much of something is a bad thing they say they say that don't they and yeah you, you never understand it until you can't find a film to watch on Netflix yeah um <laughs> Or YouTube, we haven't even touched on YouTube. I think yeah. that's that's another one. We could that could have been in TV, couldn't it, for for kids? 
Yeah. Um, I'm happy with I'm happy with that. If I'm happy, if you're happy with that list, then yeah, I am also happy uh, with that with that list. Yeah, uh, I think I think everything has its good and bad, doesn't it? So it's like, oh, I everything. should mention that um, I went through. Obviously, I was kind of marking what what we had. We had two drawers: toys and fashion. Uh, we had one past. So we had TV, films classification, computer games. Netflix all lost out to the past, and then we've got food, information, going out, and bullying was all presently in a better position. Uh, so it's a draw overall, mm. and I, I like I like the way it's come come out as a draw. It was at this point we had some kind of catastrophic failure on my side. Uh, my PC had decided it had had enough. Um, thank you for staying this far and listening to us talk about the past versus the present. Ultimately, we came out as a draw uh, after much deliberation. It took us quite a while to get there, but, but we did. So, uh, past or present, you decide. Thank you for listening to us today. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and various other platforms. Not to forget, of course, YouTube. Myself and Nathan also do weekly Twitch streams. Find us at ShaggyDog79 and LordShade86, respectively. We're always looking for new people to connect with, so give us both a follow, if that's your sort of thing.